so it's week three. Well, we're two, we're two weeks into the NFL season, but this is technically our first. No, you know what? It's our first podcast, but technically our second. Because no, it's technically our third, man. We recorded last week, but it just didn't work out. No, we didn't record last week. We, we recorded week. two weeks ago. We recorded the opener. I know. I'm just trying to sound less lazy. Well. Anyway, listen. So we recorded the season opener. It was a great podcast. It was, our great. First, it was our first one from home, remote, full remote. We're all recording. We're all hyped. Got mics going. Um, got like videos going. We're talking to each other. And I get to the audio, and I'm trying to edit it. And first of all, me and Jack sound like robots, okay? <laughs> uh, secondly, we recorded, what, about an hour and a half, and it only really recorded 45 minutes of it. Well, now we switch over to Zoom. That's right. This is Skype's fault, by the way. Yeah, don't so that's why. Use, yeah. <laughs> don't use Skype for, for recording podcasts. I blame Jason because he's the one who told us, you know, Skype is a great for podcast recording. I'm like, all right, let's, let's try Skype. And he let us down. He let us astray. No wonder why, Skype, no wonder why Skype went down to shits. Yeah. And uh, that's why I had to beat his ass this week in fantasy. Doofa. Jeez. <laughs> Welcome, and uh, it's gonna be my. This is my official first time saying this, even though it's really my second time. Uh, welcome to your favorite team sucks fantasy football podcast, season four in year five. Wow! <laughs> and uh, before we get started, I, w- I just want to kind of recap what we talked about in our episode that we couldn't air because of the recording. I thought we had some good stuff. Uh, stuff we're gonna remember. I wrote it down so we can talk about it later. All right, so uh, it's what we got. Okay. We talked about best draft picks versus uh, draft, picks we liked versus picks we didn't like in our draft. Okay, I'm um, gonna we'll go down the list. Uh, we had Jack said he loved the uh, Darius Slayton pick, and he didn't like the Aaron Jones pick. I, I, I hit on, <laughs> on, on, on the heel of what is a career day for Aaron Jones. We'll talk about that later. Way to, way to bring it up. Talk about it later. Okay, Eddie pick he liked Calvin Ridley. Oh. Pick he didn't yeah. like. Oh no, Cortland Sutton. Oh, oh look at that. it worked out. And we, we and we will we will talk about him as well. Uh, pick I liked Christian Kirk, which has been uh, not great yeah. so far. Uh, pick I didn't like was because he was taken so early. Patrick Mahomes, uh, who hasn't really. Eh, and you're biased. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, exactly. That's bias. Uh, so that, that's so just just two weeks in. We're already like. Kind of seeing the difference here, right? Yeah. Um, so next thing we had, we had surprise fantasy player at each position. Uh, I'm going to go down uh, the list in terms of positions. Okay. For quarterback, I said Drew Brees, which I'm regretting. Uh, Jack said Daniel Jones. Well, man. Uh, yeah. We'll go through into that more. And, uh, Not yet. Yeah. And Eddie said Joe Burrow. Uh, running backs. Looks nice. Looks- yeah. Uh, make 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 small comments. I don't want to go too deep into this because it's just kind of a recap. What we didn't get to tell our viewers, mm-hmm. our listeners. 
viewers. <laughs> no one's viewing us. <laughs> Our uh, hundred listeners, the ones from Bulgaria and <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. There you go. Uh, running backs: uh, David Johnson for me, Miles Sanders for Jack, and Melvin Gordon for Eddie. Hey. Uh, wide receiver: Mine's was AJ Green, Jack's was DJ Shark, and Eddie's was Tyler Boyd. And tight end, uh, mine's was Gronkowski, Jack's was Noah Font, and Eddie's was uh, Chris Herndon. I work. Mine's working out. And we're, we're gonna get. We're gonna. We'll go deep into this a little more, maybe at the half season mark, and then maybe to wrap up the season two. Uh, I just want to put this out there right now. Uh, best fantasy rookie player, Eddie had Jerry Judy, Jack has Zach Moss, and I had J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Best like comeback. All three of those guys. Yeah, all three are pretty good. Uh, best comeback fantasy player of the year. I had David Johnson. Eddie had James Conner. And Jack had Odell. All had at least one good week so far, right? Yeah, 50% uh, good. Disappointing fantasy player of the year. I had Keenan Allen, who I think had a decent game this past week, right? He, he did well Just because of Herbert, game. though. Yeah. It's only Herbert. Uh, Eddie had Chris Carson, my PPR machine. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Uh, and Jack had Amari Cooper, who's also had two good games. So we're slightly wrong there so far. Yep. So those are those were our kind of like our superlatives for the season to kind of look uh, back at later in the year. Uh, we can do that at the halfway point as well as at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, uh, but I don't know what you guys think about them. I'm talking about our listeners in Bulgaria and Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's get back. Let's get right into uh, other stuff. Our the usual YFTS podcast. What do we usually do at this time? Just introduce ourselves. Uh, no, we yeah, introduce we ourselves. Yeah. Introduce ourselves yet for for a second time, but technically the first time. Um, go ahead, Eddie. Go ahead. Who are you? Oh, I'm I'm Eddie Two Time Baylor. Two Time Baylor. Baylor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I bail out on podcast it, episodes. Well, didn't we? Didn't we get to three times last week? I think last so. It might, it might have been four already. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It's just not as catchy about. anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Two Time Baylor sounds better. Yeah, it does. It does. This is Jack Gurley over here. Jack Atlanta Falcon Gurley. <laughs> and uh, this is stat host Kelvin. Remember, remember, I actually forgot my name when we recorded that first podcast. Yeah. We, we yes, you what did. It was. Like, like stat guy, wait, host, and the stat host. Stat host. Uh, but yes, welcome to technically our season opening podcast, but we're in week three. Well, week two, two weeks are done. Uh, this is week three coming up. And what a tough week two it was for a lot of players. A lot of teams, a lot of big names went down due to injury. And before we talk about the injuries itself, uh, let's, let's just do a quick recap on uh, who went down and who you'll cue the cue the, the really sad violin. I could what's what's <laughs> like Titanic music <laughs> when the ship's going down. <laughs> the orchestra when the ship's going down, they play Titanic. Yeah, music. I mean, guy, it sounds good though. It does sound good. Maybe I can get it and throw it, it in. It, you know, it, it doesn't sound depressing as much. No, I'm gonna try to find it and put it over all of this right now. All right, Jack, cue it up. Uh, the first and the biggest injury is Saquon Barkley. You're not going to go by draft order or no. draft position? I'm going to go by how serious the injury is. Okay. He's out for the season. He tore his ACL, tore his meniscus, and sprained his MCL. So he can't even have surgery right away. He had to wait for his uh, his uh, sprained MCL to swell, uh, swell and go down before having surgery. 
Oh man, you might as well just told us what he didn't tear. <laughs> Number two overall draft pick went down week two. I mean, who? I mean, who's gonna? They, they, news came out recently just now that uh, they saw, they, they agreed to sign with Devontae Freeman. Out that backfield, who do you guys like? That's disgusting. Yeah, I like Deion Lewis for some reason. I just feel like they're gonna be down so much, and there's gonna be check down all like left and right. Okay, let me tell tell you why you like Deion Lewis. He played ninety percent of snaps. A, okay. and he was the only other active running back. Wayne okay, Gallman, so bro. Wayne Gallman actually produced in a full three-down role before, even though it was a different. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Define produced. Three he, fantasy he, points a week. He scored touchdowns. Eh. He, if it weren't for a concussion, he would have been a starting running back for a couple weeks for Saquon Barkley last year. So, uh, will you suggest people pick up any of them. Freeman or not, not, none of them? Not even Deion Lewis. For PPR I, I mean, a speculative ad, but I would not start him. You have Saquon, and you have no guy to replace him. Who are you taking? Picking McKinnon if I have the first one. But that's not a, that's not a full season replacement. Yeah. True, but I just don't see a full season replacement out of the Giants' backfield right now. Especially you, when you don't think after... you can get ten points out of a guy from the Giants' backfield. I think you could get from especially the after PPR, especially after the Devonta Freeman signing. No shot. I think you get. That's my opinion. We'll wait to see how the how the running back situation goes. I, I think you get a uh, ten points because the Giants are going to be high a lot in PPR leagues. I have one guy that I would rather add. I guess we'll go that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. All right, should I move on to the next injury? Yeah. Yep. Next person out for the season is Cortland Sutton, receiver for the Broncos, Torres ACL. Sad to see. Uh, fantasy rel- uh, relative, I guess Jared Judy comes up to receiver one two right now. What do you guys think? And uh, maybe, maybe, like, maybe two for me. Uh, but Font, I think, is the number like clear cut uh, go to target in Denver right now, which is which is not great anyway. With Drew Locks kind of hurt right now as well. Yeah, yeah you should I, that, that I might as well say that too. He has all he has a shoulder injury. He's out to they projected two to eight weeks. It's a huge window. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Verizon's time time frame for when they're going to come fix your internet. They say ten to ten in the morning to four in the evening. I'm like what? What kind of what kind of time frame is that? The backup is Jeff Driscoll, and he didn't look that great. Hey, they signed their backup. They just signed him. Jeff Driscoll. So, no, a new a new backup. Who the son? He was a fantasy relevant uh, quarterback back in the day in was the Jaguars. Blake Bortles. Oh Blake yeah, that's right. I did see that Blake Bortles. Well, they both are not good. So, I mean, you got to wait. I think Blake Bortles is good for fantasy. He's the terrible yeah, quarterback. Yeah. He He's looks not so great. the worst he fantasy. He looks so great when Matt Ryan went down for one game last week, last year. I I don't know. I, I, I think he's been trying to vie for a starting position. And I, I think he ha- potentially has one. For fantasy-wise, I think this hurts Melvin Gordon a lot. Because now I, they, I mean, I guess. I mean, you, you, you pretty much have to force the quarterback to beat you now. Even that's so, my, I think he's still going to produce. I don't think so. I mean, uh, that's just me. I think he's going to have, I guess, based on the volume, if he gets twenty plus touches, but I mean, any below that, he's going to get that though. It. That's the thing. Well, let's move on to the next injury. Uh, CMC high ankle sprain, projected to miss four to six weeks. Big boy names. Uh, huh? is, Mike, is Mike Davis a viable villain for now, or he did get a he eight was. catches? Seven catches, eight catches when he left. 
this Panthers is projected to lose most of the games. He was viable when he came in. I I don't see why not. Well, you they don't really have anybody else behind him. See, this scenario is different from Saquon's. If you pick up CMC's backup, you only had to use him four to six weeks, maybe even earlier than that. So uh, I think Mike Davis is a. They haven't brought anyone in to help with a running back position. Yeah, they didn't bring up. They didn't bring in Devonta Freeman. So yeah, so they probably trust Mike Davis. Another name that popped up is Curtis uh, Samuels, because he did a lot of running in college. And like Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel actually has more rushing yards than he has receiving yards in college. Yeah, no, he he was a very uh, gadgety type player. So he's college. someone that that they might give some rushes to that might help with his floor. But uh, I, I think Mike Davis is solid, man. He's solid enough to carry the world. Will you be comfortable starting him as RB two for the next four six weeks? If you if you're you someone like Saquon or CMC, owner, you have to if you if you lost CMC. All right, let's move on to the next injury. Uh, let's see. Who's the next injury should we talk about? Another guy who's out for the season, uh, Paris Campbell. Also towards ACL. Uh, <laughs> they, everyone miss, like, everyone's tearing the ACLs left to right. It's crazy what's going on. Uh, who's, you think it has uh, to do with no preseason? I don't think so, actually. I, they still train. And I, I don't think it is either, but that was uh, a, a type of narrative that's coming out of the media. I, don't, I really don't think ACL tear. Maybe hamstrings yeah. or hamstrings. Or, yes, or but like like ACL, these guys are still practicing cutting when they're not in camp or anything. It's not like they're just like, they're, yeah. These are just like awkward landings. And, yeah, so they can't weird really hits. Think anything. I mean, who is the major benefactor for this place for this injury? The running game. Naeem Hines and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Will you be comfortable starting that he Himes? He got one touch. <laughs> he, he got <laughs> one week. target. He played like five snaps too, which is kind of weird. They played two Jordan Wilkins. One. They played Jordan Wilkins ahead of him. Yeah, so, I mean, will you be comfortable starting him? I guess we got to see after week three, but it was just weird because they went super crazy pass-heavy uh, week one, and then week two, they just went run heavy like we they they literally did what we thought they would do in week one one and week two because they after week one they realized phil rivers it's not good <laughs> yeah phil rivers phil philip rivers should not be throwing two times as many times as you run wait what'd you say right now i don't know what i said wait philip rivers <laughs> shouldn't throw two times as many twice times as many you mean as they run Twice as many times. times. Yeah. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, Eddie, Eddie forgot English for a second. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, we just think about Michael Pittman going forward. I like him. I mean, T.Y. Hilton hasn't shown anything. Michael Pittman's playing 90% of the snaps. I, I, I give him a shot. I just feel like it's, uh, it's another Mike Williams situation this it's someone that he might just score a lot of points one week and then give you four or five points another week. I mean, he's somebody that you're getting off the waiver, so it's not like you're getting prime talent, but he's worth the flyer. All right. Now, let's see. Next fantasy related is uh, Raheem Mostar. Uh, he sprained his MCL. It doesn't seem too serious, but yeah. he's projected to miss at least two to four weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, with that whole backfield, Tevin Coleman's also hurt. He sprained his knee also. He's also out for multiple weeks. Uh, like that the whole, easy guy. That whole 49ers team just died. Uh, 
Jimmy G sprained his ankle also. Yeah. And not to mention the 49's defense. They are to t- somewhat fantasy re- uh, relative. They lost they lost Bosa, Solomon, both out for the season, and then they have uh Richard Sherman also hurt. Uh, yeah, they're just going through it. <laughs> so I mean the 49ers defense, are you still comfortable starting him them? Well no, matchup based with, with no run game anymore and uh well, weaker weaker right. weaker run game. All right, okay, cool. I think I think the, 49ers were a shoe in every every week start before these injuries, and now I think it's a play by matchup. Yeah. Hey, Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins, uh, he he doesn't show terribly bad. Like he, he's not the worst backup. He's not the worst, but he's not good either. <laughs> that that's true. especially when you also have no weapons. Debo Samuel still hurt. <laughs> Kittle's banged up. That whole team is literally dead. Kyle Shanahan, dead. No, the whole team is Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Shanahan. Uh, let's see another another small. Oh, Devontae Adams, a hamstring injury. Not That's... might not miss a game, but he's put he's uncertain for uh, his uh, his status is uncertain for the upcoming week upcoming day. I'll tell you this though, he probably cost a lot of guys uh, a lot of people their week um, just playing just that first quarter. Yeah, Getty. He didn't cost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you had no chance. So as it says, Devontae Adams is out. As MVS and Lazar become starable receivers, I think Lazard, Lazard for sure. Both of, admit, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous about MVS, man. I'm not. He's deep threat. He's he, he's the boom versus, guy, but like they're versus the Saints, so it's going to be a most likely a high scoring, possibly a high scoring game. So uh, I believe in MVS. I, I think he's a good flyer. Definitely a DFS play. Uh, another person that ties into fantasy, I think Sterling Shepard got a toe injury. I don't know how long he's out for, but there's no timetable came out yet, but it's a toe injury, and he's always someone that's hurt. And they just lost Saquon Barkley. So uh, you're super high on your guys. And I just feel like this Ingram. works out for Slayton because they don't have any run game. They, have, they don't have an O-line. They're going to be losing a lot. <laughs> and the thing yeah. that, like, the narrative for Slayton was that, hey – you know, there's too many mouths to feed here, and now they're all gone. They're slowly going away. Yeah, <laughs> he they, he's shown what he can do without, you know, Sterling Shepard or Golden Tate there. And the Giants' schedule opens up with I think uh, two more weeks. It opens up to an easier schedule. Yeah, it's been a rough start. So I mean, Tate and Ingram has always been banged up the past year. So hey, he could be a good play in the future. Slayton and Ingram, both of them. Oh well, I projected injuries would probably get hurt some too because he's never played a full season either. Don't say that. That's just facts. It's not me being an Eagles fan or anything. Just he's always hurt. Also, yeah, coming off a down week too for Slayton, I, I definitely be buying. Yeah, I mean, I, if we if we did a podcast last week, I would have said bench him because the Bears are not Bears are pretty good at limiting big plays. And that's what he does. Uh, that's. Pretty much most of the big fantasy related. I guess uh, Tyra Taylor with a chest injury. If Herbert uh, playing, are you upgrading everybody on that target? Yeah, Herbert. When Herbert came in, everyone looked much better than he they did with Taylor. Like Keenan Allen looked better. Eckler looked better. Even Joshua Kelly looked better. They all look better. <laughs> Joshua uh, Kelly then. Yeah, better. I'm gonna give you a, 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 a sneak peek at the Did You Know I saw on uh, on the gram today. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, uh, I think he has about, I want to say maybe uh, about 100 starts in the NFL. And he has one 300-yard passing game. Uh, Herbert has one yeah, he start just, in the NFL. He has one 300-yard one one. passing game. 
So I think this wraps up pretty much with the bigger news. I mean, there's a lot of more defensive players that I heard, but they're not. It's not really fantasy uh, relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the next. T- what was the next segment? Uh, I totally forgot what we did anymore. That's what happens uh, when we don't record yeah. too long. Yes, I mean it's been over like a year. I know. Um, I think I think I from what I remember, it's the pits and cages. Am, am I right or yeah. am I right? Am I right? Yeah, pits and cages. Come on. All right. Cue, uh, yeah. uh, cue Brad Pitt, Nicholas Cage. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, See, si, uh, Coretto. Ah! All right, so let's get started with uh, you, Eddie. Well, we gotta your... explain what the pits and the cages. Oh, are. you're right. It's the first time we're doing it all season. All right, so oh. the pit, okay? Brad Pitt. Handsome. Handsome. Great guy. I think it should, I think this should be great reverse. Actor. I always thought this should be reverse. You're the only one. Uh, amazing actor. Makes great movies. Um, so you know he's he he's the guy in the movie industry pretty much, and so you want to talk about Brad Pitt? You're talking about the guy that was fancy. What am I saying right now? Fantasy goodness. Brad <laughs> is fancy. Exactly. Yes, the guy who did really good uh, this past week. That's our that's our Brad Pitt. And conversely, on the other opposite side of the spectrum, you got Nicolas the acting Cage. spectrum. Acting spectrum, the fantasy spectrum, all spectrums. Okay, you got Nicolas Cage. Uh, the you guy do not made... want Nicolas Cage in your movie, and then anywhere great in your movies early his career. Uh, Jack, give us at least give us three. I know you could probably name two. Con Air is good. Uh, Face Off is good. I I personally National like. I, I personally like National Treasure, so <laughs> I don't know if people like it. They're okay. There's three right there. Boom. Oh man, All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, garbage. Bad. That's uh, These are so mean. That's our fancy uh, garbage of the week, and uh, so players who did bad in this past week. That's our that's our cage of the week. All right, uh, so that kind of explains it, I guess. Enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Eddie. Oh, I'm starting. Yeah, start it off. All right, so uh, I'm I'm, a, I'm actually choose a team. I just want to get your opinions on like these these fellas, Josh Allen. <laughs> what that's a, are that's the a player, not a team. Well, I mean, no, I'm just going to start off with Josh Allen. Josh Allen throwing for 417 yards and four touchdowns. Him? He's throwing the ball? Isn't he more of like a a run-first quarterback? Or, you know, isn't this more of a run-first team? This team only ran the ball 18 times with their running backs, which is kind of weird to me. This past week Uh, is against the Dolphins. What happened? It is against the Dolphins. Yeah, but wouldn't you think they run more? No, the passing game. Byron Jones went down. I don't think I don't, I don't know. It's just it's weird to me to see a Buffalo Bills team focus <laughs> being a pass first offense. Like I, I did not see this coming in any way. I understand they versed the Jets and the Dolphins week one and two, but this passing game looks pretty incredible. Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 150 yards and a score. And John Brown scored in back to back weeks. Uh like are you selling? I'm super selling high. I don't know about you guys. I do not believe in the hype. If they're on my roster, I'm trying to get them off my roster. Get as much I, value as possible. I would okay. trade for any of the injured stars. I'll try to trade for CMC, Michael Thomas, see what I can get for these uh, guys who are blowing up. Well, I think Josh Allen is fine because his, he has his running. So it helps. He has with a running floor. floor, yeah. Josh uh, Allen, I don't mind. I feel like you could own one of the receivers. I just don't know which one. I feel like some weeks John Brown could blow up and then the other one does absolutely nothing. And vice versa. 
So you yeah, I can't with, see both of them having value. I don't see both of them having the same like they like this past week. I doubt that happens a lot. It's usually gonna be only one of them that does well, at least to me. Yeah, I mean, like they're not gonna face the Dolphins every week. They're not gonna face the Jets every week. They're gonna face some good teams coming going on uh, in the rest of their schedule. Yeah, against so, against, against good teams, I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna be running the ball a lot more often than they, they were in the past few two, few weeks. Yeah, Kevin, how man. do you feel about the the receivers? You know, man, I don't um, I don't believe in Josh Allen yet. He's had a great couple uh, two games. Um, he's always been a solid quarterback. He's like he hasn't been the guy passing the ball, and I want to see more of it before I can give out a verdict and say, hey, these Buffalo Bills receivers and possibly tight ends are must starts every week. Yeah, Diggs is not. Nah, Diggs is really good. I oh, just yeah. don't believe that Josh Allen could get on the ball consistently as he's done in the first two weeks. So I'm selling. All right, um, let's go next. Check. No, oh, my pit this week. Plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Pittsburgh oh. Pirates? Did he play Pittsburgh Pits? <laughs> oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry. <laughs> you said Pittsburgh uh, Pits? <laughs> Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. <laughs> uh, the receiver, Deontay Johnson. Uh, 13 targets, 8 receptions, 92 yards, and 1 touchdown. And the week before, he had 10 targets. Big Ben is constantly looking for him. He's being targeted in the passing game. Uh, their schedule opens up a lot in the next 8 weeks. They pretty much worse high-scoring teams or bad um, passing defense. They have the Houston's, no, Houston Texans, the Titans, Eagles, Browns, Ravens, Dallas, the Bengals, <laughs> Jaguars, the Ravens. These are either high-scoring games or bad defense. That he's gonna hey, you, I like how you end it with Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped me after that. So it's, it's, that's like eight, that's eight, nine weeks next week. And he's someone that they've been targeting a lot. And he's also in the punt return game. He's actively being targeted. I feel like he's someone that, I guess you could sell high now because he's getting a lot of targets. People see, but I, I like I'm keeping him because he's someone that I feel like could consistently get ten targets a game. Did That's you, the thing for me. Like he's only averaging what ten yards a catch. That's so was Devontae Adams. I, I understand, but Devontae <laughs> Adams is linked with a, uh, a, an amazing quarterback. So is he? Big Ben's good. Uh, yeah, Big yeah, Ben's no, no, yeah. Uh, he's linked with a great quarterback, and he's the number one read at in every single game, no matter what he's chalk them down for 10 to 12 targets for Deontay Johnson. I, I do need to see it more because two weeks is not the biggest of sample sizes for me to, to believe into Deontay Johnson. If he continues to get like around 10 targets a game, he is probably one of the league winners because he's drafted late. Yeah. I, I compare if he, him more I'm saying, to I'm saying if he type. gets, if he gets 10 targets average less of the season. Well, I mean, that's a big if too. They do have a ton of talent at receiver. James Washington is, is going to lose his position to Claybar, Claypool. Uh, I do want to keep this moving. It's, it's just for let you guys know, I have no idea how, how much, how long we've been recording. There's no timestamp on here, so we could end up. This could end up being two hours if you don't keep like <laughs> be careful. Oops. So let's just keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep moving. Um, we'll talk about this later when we talk about the matchup. So that's, that'd be nice. No. Um, my pit this past week. Okay, uh, Darren Waller. And he just came out and completely destroyed the the Saints secondary. It's funny. I saw the number, the amount of times he burned Malcolm Jenkins uh, yesterday, and Ridiculous. then and and then in the fourth quarter, Malcolm Jenkins knocks down, uh, breaks up a pass, and he goes up to him and does the "Oh, I broke it up" sign. Like he weren't burned ten times before that. that. 
That's the man. Oh, I've, been, I've been locking this guy up all game. <laughs> he only has 120 yards, 12 receptions, <laughs> and touchdown. But, yeah, Darren Waller is, is without a doubt the number one target uh, on this Raiders team. And I think the offense runs through Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, and he is uh, locked in tight end one going uh, every week. Absolutely. But the thing is, like, everybody just thought he was going to regress because of the – their draft capital at receiver. They drafted all these receivers. They're going to get all the targets. Nope. This guy's the first read, and he's going to be the first read every week for the rest of the season. I think it depends on the defense, honestly. Saints, for some reason, was giving him space for – I don't know why. I, I don't I don't know. Darren Wall just looked incredible. He was getting open at will. Uh, he's a really athletic tight end. He's so big. He runs so fast. He profiles more of the, as a receiver than he does as a tight end. I'll, I'll be fair, though. Uh, some of those catches he made uh, were pretty bad throws. Uh, and Derek Carr needs to shape up a little bit. He's throwing behind him. He's throwing above him. And he's, he's pulling Catching those down because he's a huge basketball player guy. That, um, that's racist. No, he's a basketball player. Uh, that's kidding. That's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're racist for thinking that, if anything. <laughs> um, and he was able to pull it down, but Derek Carr needs to get it get right on his body, get it right on his hands, and – I think he's going to get even better if he could do that. I think he's better if he gets more more involved in the red zone, which he it seems yeah, like yeah, he's going to be. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Okay, so let's go move on to the Nicholas Cage cages of uh, week two. Cages, gotta hate these dudes. I'm gonna let's do a snake. I'll I'll start it off. Okay. Mm-hmm. My cage this week. Actually, uh, I wrote down who it was, and I, I don't remember. Incredible. Why does it say? Right, you guys go first. I'm figuring right, out who this is. What? <laughs> I'm go. sorry, my, I just can't figure it out. My cage is receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Adam Dillon, eight targets, three catches on 31 games, no, 31 yards. In a game where they were down double digits, the majority of the time, you would think he would score more. But I feel like this is something you're gonna get. Some weeks you're gonna get a good performance, and some weeks you're gonna get bad. He's gonna be a boom and bust this year to me. Kirk Cousin against. A good blitzing, a good uh, defense, he's not going to perform well. Against the bad the teams. look like garbage. Yeah, he does. The first two weeks, garbage. First week, he looked, it, it was okay for fans. No, there. no. To, to dealing, right. dealing-wise, he was okay. No, he wasn't. I felt, I, I felt like that was just all luck, end of the game, shenanigans. That's the only, that's the only way you got fantasy relevance. I, I just feel like he's more of a boomer bust for the season. Yeah, I'm not buying into the Dion hype. Uh, there you go. All right, so uh, my cage this week is David Johnson. Uh, he played a, an, an incredible, incredible Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, he had 11, 11 carries, 34 yards, a couple catches, add another 16. The thing is, he played 95% of snaps, which I believe is something I would like to buy into. I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of David Johnson. I'm still not. But if you're hurting at running back and the David Johnson owner is selling, I'm definitely buying low on him because 95 snaps, 95% of snaps, and the Texans offense has to get better, right? Like, they have to get better. Sean Watson's better than this. They do have a brutal schedule to open up. To open up, yeah. I mean, like, they're facing Pittsburgh this week. You might want to wait another week, and then you buy them low. 
Yeah, uh, I think he's one. definitely a prime target for me. The Steelers have been limiting the running backs pretty well this season so far. Yeah. Calvin? All right, I figured it out, okay? Uh, my cage this past week, okay? Michael Gallup. And just think about it, okay? He was on a team where the quarterback threw for over 400 yards. You know how many he had? 20-something? Yeah, 58. Two catches, oh. 58 yards. But think of where, where are these yards going if not to him? Like, he was supposed to be the second Baby receiver. Lamb. Exactly. He was supposed to be the second receiver on this team. And it seems like he's taking a back seat to CD Lamb. And Dan Shorts, who thought that. Schultz. Schultz. Dalton Schultz. So, I mean, this is also a really bad Falcons defense. You would think he'd be able to put up some pretty good numbers uh, fantasy-wise, and he just didn't see it. He, he saw only four – he only saw five targets, only reeled in two of them. And it – I don't know. It's not looking good for Michael Gallup to me. I didn't Definitely like him season. either coming this season either. It was either him or Gallup that's going to completely lose the targets. Or who? Him or Cooper, who going oh. to lose targets. Yeah. It looks like Gallup is going to one that's going to be the amen out. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, so be weary moving forward with Michael Gallup. He also could be a trade target for some teams, a.k.a. Patriots. Awesome. But yeah, that wraps up pits and cages. Okay, moving on to our next segment, the uh, RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doo-doo trash. Now let's explain to our listeners uh, what these two things are. Uh, Eddie, let's, 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 I'll let you take care of this one. All right, so uh, I'm not sure if you guys are wrestling fans, but Randy Orton, he likes doing the RKO, and when he does that RKO, it's out of nowhere. So it, we're picking it, players. Th- this thing, the thing to say when you see an RKO it's just, next thing you yell out is out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So these players are definitely coming out of nowhere, and we're at, we're telling you to throw them into your lineups because they're gonna have a good week. Yeah, because they're because of their matchup this week. Meanwhile, DDT is a very boring move in the wrestling world. Yeah, yeah. and it's also notorious for it's Jack's, trash. It's Jack's favorite uh, favorite favorite adjective for players who are doing terrible due to trash. Do the trash. So these are players you might want to avoid uh, this this upcoming fantasy week. Remember, this starting, is not these are not like players. Starting... We you want to? Uh, I'm not. We're not saying get rid of these guys. We're saying this not this this week might not be the week for them. Yeah, we're we're talking about starting level talent too, like guys you drafted to start on your roster. All right, so let's uh, kick it off, uh, Eddie. Oh, uh, let's see. I have two options here, but I'm going to go with uh, Miles Gaskin. He's getting the most of the snaps for the Miami Dolphins. I And he's playing – who's he playing this week? Let's see. Jaguars. Under Jaguars. He has a great matchup. Uh, he's getting all the passing down work. I know he's not – he's, uh, he's giving red zone work to plotting Jordan Howard for some reason, but every other touch is going to go to Gaskin. I, I think he's a safe bet for 12 to 15 PPR points this week. 
He's the safe floor from his receiving game too. So yeah, which is weird. You would think they bought him Matt Buda, they would use him more. The that. thing is, they like him. They like this guy. They they used him last year at the end of the year. They they used him a ton, and now they're using him a ton to start the season. All right, Jack, you're up. Uh, Mari Ko is the four nine running back, not Jared McKinnon. Jeff Wilson. Uh, I think he will benefit the most from the absence of Coleman and Mostert. Uh, McKinnon missed two years of football. They're not going to just give him 20 carries in his third game back from uh, football. Uh, it's against a weak front seven. The Giants are not good defending the run. Uh, I just feel like – and Jimmy G's out, so they're going to lean on the run game a lot trying to win this game. Uh, we've seen Jeff Wilson playing when, he had, when he, he's given the goal line opportunity. He has scored two touchdowns almost every time when he gets 10-plus carries. And that's my projection for him this week. He's going to score at least two touchdowns against the bold. <laughs> As he asked some, for, some people are a little bolder. That's pretty bold. Um, well, this I'm, is not my bold predict, though. So. Oh, God. That means his, his bold predict even going to be even bolder than this? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to go uh, a lot less bold uh, with my RKO. It's not, it should not be out of nowhere. It should be out of somewhere. Um, my RKO this week is going to be Allen Robinson. Uh, he's had. How's that out of nowhere? Because he's had two really rough games. Uh, yeah, but he's been getting season. eight plus targets. You don't think that he's out of nowhere? All right, fine. I'm, I'm, I'll switch it up. I had, I had a backup in case you guys objected to this. Uh, we definitely object. All right, my RKO this week, Zach Pascal. That's a. Okay. What the? How do you go from Allen Robinson, a third rounder, to <laughs> Zach Pascal? Listen up, okay? They're facing the Jets. Complete doo doo. Uh, Philip Rivers is now looking T.Y. Hilton's way, so who's going to look? Where's he going to look? He's going to look at Zach Pascal. Pittman. Michael Pittman. He's going <laughs> to go with the double P's this week. Pittman and Pascal. Yeah, I see it. All right. He's going to go that way, and they're going to light up the Jets' defense as every other team will this season. Are you starting him over uh, Jerry Judy? No, I'm starting Jerry no. Judy. Are you starting him over... Deshaun Jackson. Yes. Hmm. Oh, you start him over. Who else can I say? Uh, Golden Tate. E- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, curious. I'm starting. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's my RKO. Uh, I'm going to do a snake again. I'm pulling the DDT. This the is worst fine. move of all time. Terrible I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, unless it's the uh, Vipers DDT, that one's pretty good off the ropes. That nice. Yeah. Anyway, to do the trash for this week, listen up, Hassan. Will Fuller, okay? This guy, I gave you zero last week, okay? He's going to drop another donut for you this week. Uh, who are they playing again this week? I forgot. It's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yes. That D-line is monstrous. Incredible. And if you think Deshaun Watson had a tough time throwing the ball against the Ravens, he's going to have just as tough a time throwing the ball against Steelers, and he's not going to do any better uh, throwing the ball to Will Fuller, who likes to run these deep routes. So be weary. Um, I'm sure you already were with the zero uh, coming up last week, but another one uh, is possible this week for Will Fuller. Nice. Jack, you're up. Next. My DDT. It's Joe Mixon. Damn, again? What? Uh, last week, I feel like it was a fluke against the Eagles. Is this last seven. year? 
Eagles Eagles front seven is usually very good. Uh, last week they allowed 191 yards on the ground. That's the second most that's ever uh, Jim Short has allowed since 2016. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen again. The front seven for the Eagles are usually very very good. Uh, the Eagles linebackers this past week were lost. Uh, I feel like another week more game plan, maybe they're more prepared. I just feel like. I'm, I'm probably biased on the scoring, I guess. I feel like the Eagles might bounce back against the Bengals. And the Bengals might be playing from behind again. And when we see – when we the past two weeks when we saw Bengals behind, Jir Bernard takes all the uh, share. To, to Doesn't up. make sense. How do you pay a guy, what, 13 mil? I don't know why. He just, just – like last week, the last like final three minutes, he disappeared. He didn't play the last like three, four minutes of the game at all. It was just all Jir Bernard. Do they know something that we don't? I have no idea. I just think he's benchable until you see a better use of uh, Mixon, especially against a, a front seven that usually limits the running backs to yards. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, all right, Eddie, give us the DDT to wrap it up. My DDT, I mean, I really don't like this this dude. Jack already mentioned him earlier, Adam Thielen. Uh, I I just can't justify Kirk Cousins' play. He's just not good at quarterbacking. I I think they should just turn around and give the ball to Davin Cook every single play because that's their best player. Kirk Cousins, for some reason, is just check down Larry, and I I can't see Adam Thielen producing against the Titans this week. I can't wait until he destroys me this week. I think I'm playing him. That's fun. <laughs> You're welcome. I jinx you. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. Okay. Uh, next up is our one of our favorite segments. The Wait, is it? Do we do bold predicts first or do we do stats first? Trivia, trivia. I mean, uh, stats first. I forget. I don't remember. It's up to you. Do we? Let's see. Dictator. Let's take a, You're let's the take a host. Vote. You're the let's host. See. All right, fine. What I say is going to happen. Okay, we're not going to do either yes. of these segments. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's, do, let's end with bold predicts. How about that? All right. All right. So it's time for Stack Guy Kelvin's Did You Knows of the Week. Just a heads up, I have no trivia for you guys. Um, I was nice. I was ill prepared. I had a busy day at work today. Uh, but I do have some interesting uh, stats for us to talk about. All right, let's start off with the. Too. Oh, do you, you do? Yeah. Alright, shut the fuck up then. It's my it's my segment. Okay. Damn. You better run that shit by me first. PG, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We could we could alternate. How many do you have, Eddie? I have like I have like five, three or two. I have two. All right, fine. I'll go first. I have zero. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you, Jack. You 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 did exactly as I expected. Eddie's the one who fucked everything. I don't up. do this on purpose. It just. You know, it was my research. Well, you should have texted me. You know, I, I, I cut the credit for it. No shot. <laughs> All right. I started off, okay? Did you guys know that the last time Aaron Rodgers Packers put up 40 points in the first two games of the season, he won MVP both years? Does that mean oh, he wins MVP snap. this year? No, nah, it's going to be no. Russell Wilson. It's going to be Mr. Unlimited. Oh, gosh. Please don't. Speaking of Russell Wilson, prettiest thing ever. Speaking of Russell Wilson, he's bad. my he's my next uh, he's my next. Did you know? Okay, did you guys know that Russell Wilson is just the second quarterback ever with nine passing touchdowns and an eighty percent, eighty plus percent completion percentage 
in the two game span. Eleven you know completions. That? Damn. Uh, yes. you know, did you, did you know who's the only other uh, quarterback to have a better, um, be- only other quarterback to ever do this? Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Rodgers. Nope. This is last year, actually. Last year. Yeah. Who's last year? Is this? I have no idea. You know, there's Drew Brees, weeks fourteen oh, and fifteen. Nice. Nine passing touchdowns, eighty plus completion percentage. Well, I could see, I could see Russell Wilson going twenty and one. Man, See, the difference between Russell Wilson and Drew Brees is just drastic. Because Drew Brees is either throwing it to, you know, his running back or he's throwing it to Michael Thomas. This guy this threw guy five touchdowns to everyone. It was five different yeah. receivers, running backs. And they're all downfield, and it's not checked down, and they run for it. No. Russell Wilson is throwing it downfield, and I don't think I've seen Mahomes do stuff, the stuff that he's doing. It's crazy. He's having one hell of a start to the season. And he said he should continue to throw to Lockett because I think Lockett has like 16 or 17 targets and he has one incompletion. It's crazy. I think it came I mean, last week too. Wilson only has 11 incompletions. That's true. So <laughs> <laughs> One that was an interception because of Greg Olson fucked it up. Yeah. All right, Eddie, uh, give us one of yours. Um, let's see. Aaron Jones. So he had a monstrous game, right? He played a shit ton of snaps, right? No, he did not. He didn't even play 50% of snaps last week. Were you expecting us to say right? Huh? Were you expecting us to say right? I mean, like, this, this, is, this, is, this is, to me is ridiculous. How do you play less than 50% of snaps and produce the, to the level that he did? He played 35 snaps, and on 26 of them, he was the main uh, tar. Either he got a target or he got a rush. Well, he's the next. He's a he. Him and Kamara are pretty much the same, same people, right? They're they same they, they score yeah. a lot of points with low amount of snaps. Not low amount, but not the main like nine ninety percent. They get like not 60%. seventy-five to yeah. eighty. Yeah, but to, just to me, that's an insane. Forty-eight percent of snaps, and he Hopefully has a he career day like that. Hopefully, he doesn't do well this week. You're facing him, right? Yeah, I'm facing him too. So, man, he, he's, he's kind of scary. And he's he's going ham. He's on pace to have more touchdowns than last year. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm, this one's out for Armani. Okay, he's he was throwing cowboy stats at us all. <laughs> he was throwing cowboy stats at us all day on Sunday after Cowboys amazing oh, comeback, yeah. come from behind victory. It amazing. was, it, it, you know what? It was very impressive. It's very impressive. Except, except the Falcons a, making a bonfire around the yeah. That yo, honestly, <laughs> uh, I I heard this on the radio the other day. The only reason that or that three four players stood there and didn't touch the ball was because someone one of the coaches told them that they can't touch it until it gets ten yards. That's the only reason why. There's no there's so no dumb. way that four players didn't realize the rule was they can touch the that ball guy ten yards. Should get fired. It had to be coaching. Yep. If if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the onside kick at the Cowboys at the end of the game, um, and the Falcons players just kind of surrounded it and waited for it to get past ten yards. They they could have easily picked it up and held on to it, but they thought, I guess they thought that it had to wait till it hits the ten yard line, right? Yeah, which makes no sense because that's what the other teams supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the case, uh, this Cowboy stat out for money. That Dak Prescott is the first NFL player in history. To have 400 plus passing yards and three rushing touchdowns. Yes, I that dude's a monster. I knew that. By the way. I knew. You know why I knew that? 
Because Amani told you? Because I was right next to Amani uh, on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> did, he, did he mention he this that part. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't hear this one. <laughs> he, he, he threw like five different Dallas stats after they won. Yeah, he threw out a lot of us. So I was like, okay, tell me more. And he got so upset about it. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, next one. Did you guys know that from 2018 to 2019, the Buffalo Bills had the third most rushing attempts in the NFL, only behind the Ravens and Seahawks. And Josh Allen was the only quarterback with 1,000-plus rushing yards and 15 rushing touchdowns. Hmm. I did not know that. In those two years. And I'm going to piggyback off that. Josh Allen just threw a career-high 417 passing yards in week two. He's the only Bill, he's the first Bills quarterback to throw 300 plus yards in consecutive games since Drew Blitzo in 2002. I mean, but they yeah. haven't had a, they haven't had a quarterback throw for 300 yards back to back games since tw- I mean, 2002. Did they have? Can he do it again? Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> who you mentioned, never threw over 300 yards. <laughs> he did it once. That's right. <laughs> did it once. <laughs> they had EJ Manuel. Um, Jeez. Who, who else? Uh, they had, I'm surprised Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't do it. I mean, they they never have receivers there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's that wraps up. Did you know? Did you have one more already? Hey, I have one. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us the last one. After after Peyton Barber ran for what seventeen carries for twenty nine yards in week one, he played a grand total of one snap in week two. I guess the Washington football team figured out that he is not good at football. No, nah, they wow. reward him after he scored two touchdowns, one carry. Yeah, take this out. Take it. Take a break here. <laughs> yeah, we'll save you for you. next week. We're, we're losing, but it's okay. We're good. We're good. Yeah, that's good news for Antonio Gibson. Yep. All right. Uh, that's the Digi knows for uh, week three, week two, I guess, week two of the NFL season. And we're gonna wrap it up with our, I guess, one of our favorite segments, as is My all the other, segment. as is all the other segments that we do. We only, <laughs> yeah. we only do three segments, really. All right. One of our favorite <laughs> segments. Uh, the bold predicts. Bold. Bold. Predicts. Predicts. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold predicts. That's bold. I'm last, by the way, because I'm always last. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go first, okay? I'll, I'll start it off. I'll kick it off, okay? My bold predict this week, okay? Nikhil Harry. He's going to have his first 100-yard, two-touchdown game mm. against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. That sounds nice. Hi, spicy. I like it. I mean, Cam Newton went ham uh, this past week, and I think he's going to keep it up. Uh, it went through for almost 400 yards, right? Yeah. About, yeah. Alderman had like 200. Yeah, I think I think Nikhil Harry is going to – Nikhil had a decent game. I think he had about like 60, 70 yards, a bunch of receptions. But I think he's going to break 100 for the first time in his career. And catch two touchdowns. Ooh. Bold. Yeah, that's pretty bold. My bold predict this week is the runner back from the San Diego Chargers, not Los Angeles Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Austin Eckler. Ooh. Damn. Joshua Kelly will score three touchdowns this week against the Panthers. (laughs) Book it. He's getting all the goal line work. Exactly. Three touchdowns this week. Book it. Start him over Mixon. You start him over Eckler? Uh, No. (laughs) 
Over three Mixon, touchdowns. I three touchdowns, eighteen points right there. Yeah, that's probably all he gets though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He's going. Josh Jacobs have a good three. week. He's going to have a good week. Panthers are not good. He's going to have defense. three rushes for three yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, triple, <laughs> triple threes. I will start him That's over Mixon. I like it. Jack. I will start him over Mixon comfortably. Ooh, that doesn't uh, mean don't start Eckler. Oh no, no, no. Eckler just produce. Okay, Eddie. Get, uh, Last but not send, least, send us home. What's your bold predict? So Jack said earlier is uh, I think is RK. I believe <laughs> Jeff Jeff Wilson is the guy that uh, you know you should be targeting in the waivers or maybe like post waiver because me, me anyway this week. Everybody's going to uh, you know run for Jarek McKinnon, but I believe Jeff Wilson is going to have a prominent role, especially in the red zone. Jack said two touchdowns. I'm saying three touchdowns against the lowly Giants. It's basically plug and play. Whoever's the running back for San Francisco is going to produce. And Jeff Wilson and Jarek McKinnon are the only two left standing. Yeah, you know what will be Jeff fun Wilson to kind of keep... One, I think he's scoring three touchdowns this week. You know what will be fun to keep track of? Um, if Which one of our bowl predicts has the most touchdowns? And that mm-hmm. week will go to one of us, and then we can, keep, we can see uh, – Keep track of that. The stat host. Right? Let's, so you let's wanna, do it. You want, so want, for now, you want to do a bowl predicts on how many touchdowns someone scores? Uh, I, yeah, I think it's fair, right? Uh, do you think something else? A better fantasy performance, you think? Well, whatever you bowl predict someone. That or closest to the bowl per, predict. Uh, I, I guess, right? We, yeah, we can talk yeah. about it later. It's something yeah. we can talk about. Yes, yeah, uh, we'll, we can discuss it. We'll, we'll come back to you guys. Uh, but these are pretty bold. I think all three of us are had really bold predicts. Yeah, what is that? Seven be... touchdowns? Eight touchdowns? It's uh, eight amongst the three of us. Yeah, mama mia. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that. Um, I might even start to kill Harry. I have him on our well, team. I mean, if Eddie hits, that means I kind of hit too because he was more RKO. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. We got the all same right. brain this week. Uh, this is fun. I'm glad we good finally be, got together. It's been hopefully, always fun. We've, hopefully we've been, this hopefully this stays properly. I think it's gonna be fine. I, I believe in Zoom. I've been using Zoom at work and it's been uh pretty good. Did you invest in Zoom? I did not invest in Zoom. Stonks. It's too late now. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh look forward to talk to see uh look forward to talking to you oh, guys seeing again. You. See no, you guys later. Well I'm gonna see you, Eddie. I see you right now on the screen. <laughs> uh but yeah. Uh Eddie, Jack, good job. Uh, great work. And Peace out. Let the force be with you. Why have TS out? Brabba!